Welcome to the Wild and Free podcast, episode four. I'm Ainsley Arment, here with Tina Ingold. Today we have something really special for you. It happened at one of our Wild and Free conferences. It surprised the audience, and I think it's gonna surprise you too. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and join us on the front porch. Let's get started. Let's talk about ways to be playful in our learning and in our homeschools. I think as moms, sometimes we feel, at least I do, I need permission or affirmation to be playful with my kids or to let my kids be playful. Like sometimes I think the things that resonate most with my heart are when I see moms being really real just in life in general like recently Greta Eskridge she did a story on what her house looks like after a day of homeschooling did you see that one by any chance it just cracked me up because I always feel this guilt that I mean my house looks like a bomb went off you know after a day of homeschooling and I'm like oh I I wonder if other people's house look like this you know you just feel kind of self-conscious I guess but to see that on yeah to see that on her stories I was like yes yes amen (laughs) you know I think that is the same with play you know we kind of need that affirmation like it's okay to be playing with your kids and to be having fun you know during the school day even and so yeah I think there's lots I think there's lots of practical ways yeah like I guess a few of our the ways that we implement play are Legos definitely doing lots of building building Legos same yeah 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 puzzles doing treasure I'm at the place where now when we see Legos we scoop them up and toss so because we have so I many and they're know, everywhere. I know. Or like vacuum them up. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, guys, you better do it. The vacuum's coming down the hall. <laughs> the vacuum's coming. They're like I scurrying know. as fast as I know. And then if you step on one, I'm like, I am going to throw all of these in the trash because that hurt. That is it the does. worst It gets you feeling. so frustrated. <laughs> You're just like, they're going in the trash. They're going in the trash. Or I'll sweep the kitchen and they're scampering, looking in the dustpan to see if I have any I Lego guns. And the ones you think are like the least important, like you'll throw just like whatever the tiniest white piece away and they will ask for it. Mom, have you seen that little white piece? I'm like, oh, Oh, um, I'm not sure. I've never felt so much guilt over something so small before. I know. Isn't that the truth? But definitely. Yeah, I think there's lots of practical ways of playing. We love love Legos in our house. Yes, yes, I know. And recently something I stumbled upon is beeswax. I know it's been around for <laughs> forever, but normally my kids just always played with Play-Doh, but it just is a mess. I just get sick of Play-Doh. I usually end up throwing it away after a couple of times playing with it, but we discovered beeswax not that long ago hmm. and it's easy to is mold. It, and is it like modeling? Like yes, moldable beeswax? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, molding beeswax. Does it come like a bar? Yeah, or? you can get it as a okay. bar. Yeah, or they're actually sticks, which sounds really weird. They're like sticks of wax. And you can just, you know, you can mold them together or you can just use them to make little people. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. So, okay, I can kind of picture that. Yeah. I think I might have seen it before. So we buy the blocks because we melt and dip our own beeswax candles. But is that that the same kind of bar? Um, 
okay no no it's okay, a little no. bit different I know what you're talking about no 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 okay. it's it's a little bit different than that it's a lot okay. more moldable you'll be able to tell by the texture you can get it at like your local like if you have an art and education store or sometimes we just order it on Amazon just search like molding wax or molding beeswax but yeah we we love that because it's not messy and the kids can just create all kinds of things with it I have a love-hate relationship with play-doh because I love <laughs> making homemade play-doh and yes. adding in the scents and then calling the children out look children there's homemade play-doh and it's warm and they're like "Ooh, ah and they're playing with it and they love it it's like so wonderful and can I have this color and but then after like a day yes yes it's everywhere (laughs) I know I know it's we have the best intentions but then it just I I know I know so then I end up hiding it for a while and yeah it just feels whenever my kids are playing they are almost always creating something you know whether it's simple things like a fort they love making forts and they're actually really intricate forts most of the time you know and Mm -hmm. they bring all their you know animals and things in there and then they start playing a different game inside the fort they play store inside the fort you know and it's just so cool to me how creative kids can be when they're allowed you know that playtime or able to play I just I really love that I've read quotes from Albert Einstein that talks about just how imagination is more important than even knowledge and Mm. how some of the best and brightest scientists that have ever lived say that it's much more important to have creativity and innovation than it is to even have a knowledge of science. Mm. Everyone needs a base. You know, scientists need a base, but it's the ability to create and innovate that takes them to that level. At the end of a school day, play is messy. Yes. You know, you talk about the Legos. They're everywhere and we have like pickup time and we have cleanup time, but it seems like, you know, there's just always messes. You know, if you want the kids in the back, they spend hours creating a fort. Mm. Yes. (laughs) And every one of your blankets and pillows and bed sheets from around the house is missing and it's all on the back porch. (laughs) Okay, one area that I let my kids just have a heyday with when it comes to play is baking. I let them go to town and I've had mom say to me before, like that would drive them crazy, you know, flour everywhere. And and I Mm -hmm. get that. I am that way about some things. We sometimes just have to let go of that control thing and just let the kids play and let them have fun, let them experiment and create and do cooking. you make them clean up after themselves when they bake and make I a do. huge mess I okay. do yeah yeah that's that's one of the rules in fact I always say to my kids you can make as big of a mess as you want as long as you clean it up <laughs> that's just kind of the rule and my littles they kind of skip out on the cleaning sometimes yeah. I have to yeah threaten them with things sometimes but <laughs> but the older kids are really <laughs> good about helping to clean up but yeah baking I feel like is a way that kids can be really creative in a new way because they can use things they don't normally play with or use the other day the kids really wanted to make lunch so I said go for it you know make whatever you want and it was just hilarious the things that they came up with one of the things they made was boats on the sea boats on the sea and it was a piece of celery and you know we used to do this as kids we do the celery with peanut butter and Mm -hmm. ants on it right or you know or or raisins (laughs) yeah not really did you put ants on yours do you know (laughs) maybe (laughs) they were delicious yeah, they did celery, Nutella, and um, graham crackers. 
<laughs> they actually broke up. Yeah, they broke up little graham crackers and put them in there, and it was it was so funny, but it actually was really good. And I just love the creativity, you know, just just to let them do their thing and and see what they came up with was just really funny. But we can either let the kids do that themselves, just leave them alone, because that's when I feel like they're the most creative. Or hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we can join them and give them some guidance and help them and even learn a lot of things in the process. Like when you're using measuring cups, you know, or if you make a pie, you know, you can, as a mom, you can eat half the pie and be like, how much is left? (laughs) That's a really good practical way to teach them fractions. By the way, your pie, your pie pies, your pie. Oh, yes. For pie day. (laughs) It's pie day. Your pie pies were awesome. (laughs) Thank you. They were so cute. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I love, I love You got pie skills. (laughs) That's about it as far as the skills go. (laughs) Baking pies, but no. But yeah, we do. We love baking pies and cakes and stuff. In just a little bit, we're going to hear a special moment that happened at one of our Wild and Free conferences. But first, let me just share that Wild and Free is not just an Instagram account. We are a community of real-life homeschooling mamas who support each other, encourage each other, and care for each other, and we come together at conferences all over the country. Our conference in Nashville this fall is sold out. But don't worry, we're already planning our next event and hope to announce it soon. This is not a conference with professional homeschoolers or experts, just ordinary women who share their journey with us. We may not all homeschool the same way, but we are in this together. Just listen to some of these stories. So I was very excited to come to the conference in person. I've been following the Wild and Free community for over a year, and it felt like when I got my tickets that I I was like a kid coming to Disney World for the first time. And the conference exceeded my expectations. It's amazing to be in an environment where you're with like-minded people um, that share kind of the same vision, but you're all sharing kind of tools and skills to try to get to that same ultimate goal of, of nourishing your children. Well, this came at a really good time for me because we've been homeschooling for seven years and we're in the last couple months of a school year. We take some time off for the summer. So this is a time when, you know, I'm feeling a little low on energy and evaluating how much did we get through in the school year. And, you know, that can be a time where it's a little daunting. And so to come here and just be encouraged, not only for next year, but that what we accomplished this year is exactly what we were supposed to accomplish and we're right where we're supposed to be in our journey. The other day, my son Dylan, who's 10, Mm -hmm. he said, Adults don't know how to use their imaginations. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> and I thought, we you lo- know, we lost that's it. really true. A lot of adults do lose it. And I think it is, yeah. you know, and then we get stuck into the day-to-day, the Monday. We have to make a living for our mm. families. We have to be responsible. There are so many have-tos. And they're legitimate. You know, we really do have to do a lot of those things yeah. for, at certain times in our life. But it got me thinking, and it really bothered me that he said that. Mm-hmm. And I said, you don't think mom and dad use their imaginations? <laughs> I was so offended. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, because I value their imagination so much and yeah. trying to preserve that in them that I thought, 
so sad that he doesn't think that I do. And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, just writing and doing things like that. That's not really using your imagination. (laughs) That's kind of true. Well, and I think that's personality based, too. My oldest, I mean, he will admit that he doesn't have much of an imagination. He is a realist. I think writing, you know, is one of the more difficult things for him. I try to encourage him, just write a story, make anything up. And he's like... Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, it's mm-hmm. hard for where my, mm-hmm. my daughter that comes so easy to her right. because she has such yeah. a huge imagination. So it's true, but it does look different for different people. You know, like I'm not really an artist. I don't, I don't have like canvases everywhere where I'm just going, you know, creating yes. art or doing right. something that would be visibly imaginative. But mm. I do feel like I spend a lot of time imagining or dreaming and things in my head that maybe wouldn't be tangible. Yeah. I also just stumbled upon ironically, like an article after he said this, the next day, one of the people it quoted was Denise Pope, who is the head lecturer at Stanford Graduate School for Education. She was just talking about how we give opportunities to our younger children to play, but as they get older and they aren't just obviously playing with certain things, they don't do as much, you know, make believe mm-hmm. or things like that, that they just don't. And especially she was referring to the mainstream education system, sure. that there's not those opportunities to play when really it's so sad because that's how children learn of all ages not just young children but she made a she made a comment that I thought was so interesting but it talked about how imaginary play for younger children is you know and we talked about this before but they pretend to be adults Mm. they pretend to be doing things that three and four and five year olds don't really do whether it's playing house or having a kitchen or a store Mm -hmm. through imaginary play that's how little children prepare for life by Mm -hmm. pretending to be adults but you know as they get older middle school and even into high school, they still need time to play at being in the real world. Mm. So what does imaginary play look like for them? It's giving them real life problems to solve. whether it's global warming, like come up with ways to solve this or whatever, or putting together your own business model or opening a restaurant, but it's giving them real life things. And that allows them to use their imagination Mm. where my 10 year old might not say that's using your imagination, but it changes as you get older and he'll see as you get older, what you use your imagination for changes. Yes. Yeah. You know, because I asked him what it would look like if an adult was using their imagination. And he said, well, you know, going out in the backyard and playing ninja and pretending Mm, yes (laughs) and I thought okay now we're getting down to the definition is coming from my 10 year old son Right, right and I love that that's what he wants to do right now that's perfect for him yeah but as he gets older, how he uses imagination will change. Mm-hmm. And I want to constantly be aware of giving him opportunities to do that. Yes. That's and what so that great. looks like. Which yeah. I think in homeschooling, we have such an advantage because he gets to play around a lot on making stop motion animation videos. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he is so drawn to technology, but we didn't want him using technology for gaming and things like that. Yeah. Um, we don't even really use it a lot for our lessons or any sort of learning games. We don't do a lot of learning games on technology. I don't have anything against them I just don't bring them all out because I feel like it would get out of control yes no I totally (laughs) understand yeah my my oldest has gotten really into code like writing code HTML Mm, Java all that and I mean my husband did that for a living for a while so it's Mm -hmm. he's loving that he's into that so yeah so that's something that we've just recently stepped into and I'm feeling the same way you know just Mm -hmm. about 
uh, opening that door of technology, mm-hmm. you know. That's, but I felt like I feel like it's a great way for them to use technology and absolutely. get that kind of fix. Because my oldest isn't as drawn to technology at all. He yeah. doesn't really care about it. But yeah. Dylan, my ten year old, he loves it. So we got him a stop motion animation camera, and we've graduated him to the next one. He's really into it, but he's also really good at it. Mm-hmm. So we want to invest in his interest and passions and find different ways to play around with technology that can be interesting if that's sort of his interest you know whereas my oldest he sits down with my laptop every afternoon and writes a chapter of a book that he's working on Mm, yeah and you know like when do they get to do that in you know mainstream school you know they could do that in their free time after school but it wouldn't count as no real learning and really that's real life yeah and that's so great about being able to homeschool it's so great that you can see where they're gifted and what they're really good at and you can just nurture that and help them you know along the way so I think that's really great okay everyone this is the moment we wanted to share with you this happened at our wild and free conference in Long Beach California aboard the magnificent Queen Mary on the morning of the event we played a game called truth dare or audience challenge our final audience challenge took everyone by surprise I hope you enjoy it this audience challenge if you love poetry I want you to stand up stand only remain standing for those of you who write your own poetry. If you write your own poetry, like Greta here with Garvey, (laughs) remain standing. Okay, now I'm trying to narrow it down a little bit. If you write your own poetry and have memorized your own poetry. Okay, that's impressive. So you guys have written your own poetry and memorized your own poetry so that you could say it on on cue. That's incredible. Okay. (laughs) They're quickly sitting down. Like you could just recite it. Okay. I'm going to pick someone just randomly from who's standing. Check it out. Okay. I'm going to have you with the glasses come up. Come up on stage. Don't be shy. We won't have you do anything embarrassing. No. Hello, it's okay. It's okay. You're okay. All right, tell us your name and where you're from. Uh, I'm Danielle and I live in Los Angeles. Okay. All right, Danielle. Would you be willing to recite something that you've written for all of us? This memorized? Yes. I mean, I feel like I have to now. You do. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, everyone give her a warm welcome so that she can do this. You can do it. Okay. She is a patient gardener, and if you ask her soil how it became so rich, she has always been more willing to listen to what it needs than waiting to speak it into the pace of her own understanding. Her silence is terrifying because you know the next time she opens her mouth to speak, she's going to mean every ounce of it. When she speaks, there's so much permission in her love and holy on her breath, you can't help but sit like you are budding toward the sky. You can't help but believe you are every bit as necessary as you were created to be. She is so gorgeous in the absence for her need for attention, you can't help but notice her still waters even when she's moving at the speed of hustle. 
She has the audacity to act like the queen she is, and she doesn't complain about the myriad requests for her time or going unrecognized or the weight of the crown because she knows it is the lightest load she has ever carried. Discipline is a gown she wears like she is never afraid of being the best dressed woman in a room. She has stood inside the eye of a tornado enough times to know how to stay, even when circumstance wants to chess piece her into some place where she can't be so blinding. But she is sensitive enough to the wind to know when she needs to start walking away. And she doesn't mind how long the journey will take because even on days she can't seem to shake the fog, she trusts she's never really been in control. She has seen a succulent survive enough times to know that she is much stronger than she thinks. She is the skyscraper we point to on the 101 who reminds us that we're home. When you ask her how she got so tall, she will show you the moons that knew her fear of heights and the morning she rose with a gumption to keep growing anyway. If you ask her how she got so tall, she will bend her steel into a staircase so you can get the best view. She'll remind you that you can be built even higher. She doesn't have to chase her dreams, she outpaces them. She doesn't have to have it all together to have it all, she is strange. She doesn't always make perfect sense, but she is perfect in the way she makes her presence, a place where you can rest. Her best beauty trick is knowing where she comes from and not apologizing anymore for where she's going. She doesn't always know she's gonna walk in and kill it, but she knows there is no room that can tell her what she is and isn't made of. She is brave and they do not question her intuition. Home of the spirit, rocking chair of the uncertain, oven of the good word. She is the prayer that makes dark things look for a hiding place. She is believer of supernatural, stardust and fabric of the sky, the morning of forgiveness, offerer of everything, temple body home builder, bride of the thick presence, courier of life, a firm-footed friend of grace, a heart bowed in respect. She is a lady of honor. She is a mother of the future, a sister of the present. And if you are wondering where to find such a unicorn of a woman, look around, my love. Trust the time you chose to live with magic in your blood, which means that she is the woman you were always meant to become. That was a special moment, and I hope you loved it as much as we all did. This amazing performance was given by a sweet gal named Danielle Bennett. You can hear more of her work at MissDanielleBennett.com. You know, as adults, we do imagine or dream or think about mm -hmm. things. It's funny that you mentioned that because I do feel like more recently I've been sharing those things with my kids. And I don't know if it's because they're getting older now, but I think we forget to do that as adults. You know, like mm -hmm. we, you know, we have these dreams or imagine things that we think will either be over their head or, you know, or maybe things that would get their hopes and expectations up that wouldn't may not happen. 
in and so we're scared to share those things with them I, I don't know what it may be hmm. but mm-hmm. I think you know it's important or maybe we think they wouldn't be interested yeah really, they would yeah. probably love to be yes that's you know, exactly it. right it's important to bring them in on some of those things that you're thinking about you know the other day I said you guys why don't we make like a spring and summer bucket list they were so excited we'd never done that before and I know I've seen people do that before but we all mm-hmm. sat down and I gave some ideas and of course they had a million ideas but it was kind of fun to be able to like share even some of my expectations that maybe I would normally only share with my husband or you know with other adults Mm -hmm. but you know I just Mm kind of threw those in there too and I think it's fun when kids can kind of know what's going on inside of our heads a little bit Um, what was one of the things you threw on there (laughs) um I mean just you know I want to go camping and Mm -hmm. and things like that just like more personal ones uh (laughs) I don't know why I'm embarrassed to you don't have to say it just be able to like wear bikinis or like two pieces at at the (laughs) pool and not feel embarrassed you know and we were like laughing and being so silly and you know joking around so I wasn't like being like serious like hey guys I want to wear but you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) like guys your kids are like what I didn't know mom had those feelings I know I know but you know I just said it just because we were kind of in a fun mood and stuff but I was kind of being serious you know what I mean because I I don't know. I just feel like as a mom now, my body has changed so much and you know how that is. And so, um, but I'm like, I, my body hasn't changed at all, Tina. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, but I just want my kids to know that I like want to be comfortable, you know, in, in, in my skin and I Mm -hmm. want them to be too, always, you know? And so, um, yeah, yeah. So that was one, but I feel Uh, sorry. I embarrassed you. No, 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 you did. I'm always afraid to make a bucket list because then I'm afraid. I'm so not a planner that I'm afraid I won't follow through. And then we'll have this fun wall of bucket list items and they're all just staring at it every day and we never do anything. I know I you know what I'm not a planner either and I am big on not having high expectations you know what I mean because I don't like to be disappointed and so I try to keep my expectations pretty low like you know we might do this but we might not and right. it's even for I my kids too. yeah and sometimes I don't even tell my kids what we're doing until exactly. like we're getting in the van you know I know I know yeah. I, I try to walk that line because my oldest loves and my third they both are planners and they like to know exactly what's going on yes. and I don't want to don't want to rob them of that but at I the know. same time I don't want to hear anything about it. No, that's exactly (laughs) right. I know. And I've learned that. So yeah, I think for both of those reasons, because you don't want to hear about it a million times. And because, you know, plans change. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I made the mistake. Yeah, we were supposed to meet up with friends um, the other day. And it was going to be a really fun day. We were going to do Sky Zoned. It was going to be such a fun day. And I knew we were going to do it 100%. And so it was the night before, you know, the next morning we were going to get up and go so I went ahead and told them that night and they were so excited well the next morning our friends they had the stomach flu so I'm like you guys I'm sorry to tell and it was like literally the one time that I've told them that you ever told them I know I feel like that's happened to me too (laughs) so I'm like never again (laughs) you think it's gonna happen you're just gonna go ahead and say it because you're gonna make it happen oh yeah yeah I know oh and then they do Well, that's all we have time for today, everyone. Thank you so much, Tina, for joining me. Just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free sample of our Wild and Free content bundle, you can do so right now by going to bewildandfree.org and clicking the bar at the top of the page. 
Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. And we'll see you next time on the Wild and Free podcast. Mm-hmm.